0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Bujo Breaky Buddies podcast. We are your hosts Wensin and Natasha.
1: Join us on our BBB journey as we explore topics like careers, relationships, finances, lifestyle and everything else in between.
0: We do all of this while finding creative solutions on this bumpy journey called adulthood.
1: So sit back, relax and let's explore life when Bujo Breaky Buddies session at a time.
0: Hello, fellow BBBs. Thank you for joining us on our very first BBB podcast. It was really tough to decide what the conversation was going to be about for our first episode. We were so excited and filled with ideas when we first made the decision to build this podcast. But over time, we just could not anchor on our first topic. This really dumbfounded us. After much back and forth, we took a step back and decided to ease into this podcast journey and give a glimpse to our listeners about where we are at in our lives today and the lessons we've learned along the way. This episode pays tribute to our adulting journey and celebrating all of its unknowns. First up, Wenxin. Hello. Hi, Natasha. <laughs> uh, okay so l- let me do a small interview and ask you where are you at right now 29 years of your life where are you right now
1: yeah, I'm just checking on the date so I turned 29 around two months ago and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it did hit me at that point that oh my god I am reaching my 30th birthday next year yeah, it's like a sudden realization. Like I never count my age. But until like when I turn 29, I'm like, oh my God, one more age. And then the decade will the number will tr- start with three. And at this point in time, at 29 years old, I can't believe like there has been like maybe 10 years of adulting. Yeah, like being an official adult, like either you're 18 or 21, and then you transition to being adult for the whole 10 years, which is like When you start paying
0: your taxes, that's when you start feeling like
1: you're an adult. Yes. Yes. But even going to university. I I guess going to university is like a really preface to it. Yeah. Then coming, going, uh, getting my first paycheck five years ago. So, which means I'm at my fifth career year. Yeah. Mm. So, I have a realization as well, like, just, and just over a month ago, which I guess we can touch more a bit when we're at the retro part. I have like a mini existential crisis that I didn't know my life purpose. And mm. I, have a, I have a couple of people coming at me and asking, oh, what's your life goals? And I'm like, I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. But um, also something quite miracle, miraculous happened over the past three weeks as well. I kind of dif- put things, everything together. So I felt like at this point in time, I kind of felt like my life has come together finally at the clearer view. And it's a whole work of like the past 30 years. Definitely more work done over the past 10 years. Yeah, so I'm feeling at a very good place and a very good mood about like the whole life thing, a bit more comfortable. Both Turning 30. Yeah, because it cause structure works well for me. And I kind of have to structure and play. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I can't, yeah, I'm I'm quite happy at the moment that I'm seeing it coming together in a more structured, defined form. And I guess it will also like kind of inspire the upcoming BV episodes because it will revolve around the framework structure or the Excel sheet that I have. Yeah,
0: Uh, that's right. That I personally have benefited from. (laughs) yeah,
1: mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I am at the moment. Just kind of feel like I have. Things coming together, even though, of course, I haven't figured out a few things. A few things haven't really formed itself, but I'm like yeah. really okay letting it go. To if it comes, mm. it comes. If it doesn't come, it's okay. And what about you? How are you feeling at thirty years old the ball that that, that range where you are? At well, the-
0: excuse me, I have a couple of more months before I turn thirty. <laughs> Just um a reminder. Um. Yes. Okay. I I do not have a thought process about turning 30 just yet. I know it's coming, but it hasn't dawned on me that I have existed for three decades already. Um, What led up to this for me is I've always led my life in a very okay, whatever comes, comes. Let's just not figure it out. Like When I need to figure things out, I will broach the subject then. It was how I led my entire life up to like, when I was 28 or 29. I think around the time we met. So I, I don't know whether I blame you or I thank you.
1: <laughs> I must be yeah. the inspiration, right? <laughs>
0: the turning point <laughs> of your life. Well, that's true. So the BPB would not have been born if it were not for meeting you and growing together. So it's a bit, sorry, the way I'm approaching this is a little bit of a, a retro and a current because it sort of infers to where the place I am at at the moment. I was very inspired by how you made sense of the year by anchoring it to something. To, for instance, your annual project. Mm-hmm. So I found that so inspiring because if when at the point where I realized I do not have an anchor, I do not have a highlight for every year, it was pegged to what someone else did for me rather than what I did for myself for my year. In my 29th year, what is it going to be about? In my 28th year, what was it about? And I found that so, so worth it that you remember your year of something that you did for yourself. So that's when I actually stopped living year by year and actually creating a goal or a thought of by the end of 2020, pre-pandemic, okay, (laughs) pre-pandemic, what would it be? What can I say confidently that I did this year? Then the pandemic hit, whatever, it's okay. The framework still matters. (laughs) Um, And that sort of helped me remember what 2020 was about. Not just the pandemic, but what can I remember it about? And then now with my 30th, so inferring where I am now, at the beginning of this year, Mm -hmm. with my Bujo experience with Wensin, I've actually created a plan. Hey, look at me talking about a plan. (laughs) So I have a plan for my career. Mm -hmm. I have a plan for my own personal goal. And I have a bucket for growth. Mm. Why? What I want to do, how I want to grow. And these three buckets sort of infer what I can say in the 30th year of my life. Mm -hmm. This is what I did. I chose to move on from a career that i knew and was very familiar with to move mm. into the unknown mm. from the stable life of the corporate world i moved into a startup stable mm. but a hurricane of its own
1: mm.
0: i moved industries not just looking at the straight up the anchors of the country the telco industry the medical industry the the lawyers of the world, the doctors of this world, I moved from that to something unique and a niche where I'm I work for a team that provides holistic health and wellness to people through digital therapeutics.
1: Wow. And it's a
0: startup and it's a new new concept altogether. And this year, under the personal, I learned the value of mental health and the importance of maintaining that. Mm-hmm. Not only at a point where you're breaking down, you're seeking help, but mm-hmm. proactively conserving your mental health mm. under my personal bucket. I think that was really something profound in my 30th year. Mm. And yeah, I think that is where I am right now. Wow. Having buckets from someone who's no bucket whatsoever mm. to having actual buckets and Listing out something that I know I will be so proud of by the end of my 30th year. Oh. Also stemming from the fact that my Christmas present in 2020, my husband um, gifted me something and his note was, start living your life for yourself.
1: Hmm. And I
0: took that to heed. And it's never too late to apply that. Start living your life. For yourself, stop Mm. being swayed through every wind and current that comes your way and take control of your ship. I think that was so profound. It is the inference of my 30th year.
1: Yeah, I'm actually surprised that I'm surprised and I'm so happy that I was part of your inspiration of like your, of course, you coming with some structure. But I think the thing to highlight here is also a good balance of both would work quite good. So having Mm. a bit of structure just to steer you to a direction that you want to be in your life and also having like some flexibility and just take what it comes because life is just full of uncertainties. It comes in different forms that challenges that throw at you. And sometimes there is so much you can plan. And for a planner myself, I do plan (laughs) a lot. Yeah, but even that, yeah, and even that come back to the plan or the framework when things doesn't work and make the adjustment from an existing plan that kind of really kind of just gives you a bit of a comfort and the part that really gets me interestingly about you mentoring about anchors like actually during my mini existential crisis just weeks ago I was struggling <laughs> because Fresh I off. felt, yeah because I was struggling because I felt like I didn't have an anchor yeah, mm. like, and mm. and I and I see friends around me. A lot of them are having religion as an anchor, which is rightfully so and a very beautiful thing to do. But for that's me, unique
0: to them. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I realized I didn't have an anchor. Like I have like a lot mm. of my life areas mapped out. Like I know what constitute a good life. Um, <laughs> okay, I pardon the very formal corporate language, but because that's my job, <laughs> my my corporate strategist job, so that's the terminology. The
0: corporate life, she chose the corporate life even before the corporate
1: life chose her. Yes, so. which there will be a <laughs> story that leads into that as well. Yeah, So I didn't have an anchor just three weeks ago. And then I figured mm. out a lot of what are the life areas, but I don't have my why. So I come clean and also be very honest with myself and take out an exp- mm. uh, a good old Excel sheet that doesn't fail you and try to write down what my life purpose are. And really anchor on the values of each life areas. And the, and the part yeah. where I say that everything is coming together is where I have like 10 years worth of work putting into the Excel sheet, define it with my purpose, my goals that I want to get to, just a very high level, short term, mid-term, long term goal. What are the values that drive each life areas? And that kind of makes me feel like, Oh, wow, my life is coming together. Yeah. And, and I'm quite. <laughs> And, and interestingly, it just came, like, just three weeks ago before, right before, like, BBB is officially launched. So I'm hmm. even more excited at this point. <laughs> I think
0: something also to, to extend from that is one day is not a lifetime. That one day that everything you felt bottled up in you that made you reflect and think that, oh my gosh, I do not have a purpose. My life is not steering away. And what you did to sort of slowly, piece by piece, put it together, try and restructure and reflect. Okay, okay, okay. One, one, one at a time. Okay, I've done this. I've done that. I've done this. Take a step back and actually have an overview of what you've done. I think that is commendable. I don't think people have though realized the value in doing that yeah and i think that that's really amazing and i think people underestimate the also the value of writing things down yeah writing things down or even having a database you don't have to physically write it you can have like software or apps that actually like make a mini brain um, and you note down all your stuff but that value that value of like noting down things that a highlight for the day or highlight for the week and Mm -hmm. storing that and then when you have one of these moments, go back and look at it. Yeah,
1: it can be in a form yeah. of like just brain dumping in a very loose form or a journaling form where you just pour your heart out into an entry. And I think that's also yeah. what bond both of us quite well because we are both hmm. in the bullet journaling journeys. And yeah, like journaling has also...
0: Again, you know, I attribute have to that back. to you.
1: <laughs> yes, I am very happy. <laughs> Yeah, so if you were to just look into, I I guess we touched on a little bit about retrospective, how did we both arrive? Are there any significant um, points that you would like to highlight that actually brought you to this point in life?
0: I think the two two points that helped me, I would say mature up, it was not too late to mature up, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is number one, Post COVID, I was mm. COVID positive,
1: mm.
0: and in in uh, the late twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and the second part was after receiving that note from my husband. Wow! So those those two things were pretty significant in the whole of twenty twenty wow. that sort of inferred, sort of helped me build what I wanted my 2021 plus years to come to look like
1: Hmm.
0: a lot of realization happened between um, January to March 2021 Hmm. yeah so going through the motions of like 2020 um, COVID being COVID positive almost having to put my entire family through hardship Because I was COVID positive, having them all tested, like not just my parents, but like the entire family of like 35
1: people, 30
0: people. Yeah. Um, That, and then realizing that I've been living my life for someone else or for something else, like in my career, and not really taking control. Yeah. So I think it stems from not feeling
1: in control Mm. of what i call my own Mm. what what i want to credit you on that part that you you said you were living for someone else right it stems on your something else someone else something else else. yeah Yeah. but it it does sound it has a slightly negative connotation but i felt that it's because of your passion for people that you probably let's say at some point in your life in your career or relationship or friendship that you are trying to do the best for the person yeah you kind right. of trying to please right. the person so it's not that sounding that bad but what your husband come as a reminder that it is your life you should live for mm-hmm. yourself like knowing that yes you, are, you have a boss to serve you have a friend to be a friend for yeah so but i guess it, it takes you a bit of a journey to come into this point and whatever yeah, you've done realize- before to- yeah step
0: out of the bubble that I created for myself and have it burst and
1: look at it from a third party point of view yeah and I guess we all definitely learn something from like our experience even though if let's say it's something that wasn't pleasant before
0: yeah Yeah. it's true Mm -hmm. it's it's exactly so this is the thing right so there were so many things that happened in 2020 that I had, like, as a person, you had a, the option to either choose to look at it, like, why me? Why, why does this keep happening to me? Like, what, what did I do? What, me, me, yeah. me. But there's also another part where you can actually tell yourself, okay, I'm in this. All right. What am I to learn from this?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What is this? Lesson teaching me, so I never have to go through this lesson again. Yeah, Satu kali cukup. one time
1: enough. <laughs> yeah, and what I find very useful is I use my bullet journal very well for this. It's like after like a significant event happens, I will do a reflection and kind of yeah, just write down yeah. the key takeaway, the key lessons, and what's next. Yeah, so that kind of just have a good wrap-up. And after that journal, I'll be like, okay, chapter done, let's go on to the next one. Yeah. It sort of gives you closure, you know? Oh, yes, closure is the right one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's really something important as well. Because, again, a lot of people underestimate the value of closure. You keep going and going and going, but not taking a step back and have having a, a retro of like, Okay, I did this. Why? Oh, this didn't work. Makes yeah. sense. I keep doing it now, and I'm not. I don't realize that it's not working. Mm. So having that reflection, um, after a big event or a big impact in your life, or a big highlight, or even having a reflection at the end of every month, what mm. were the great things mm. that happened in the month? What were the lows?
1: Then you sort of know yourself a bit better. It's a self discovery yeah. journey. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And closure. Yeah. Uh, so I guess also arriving to this point in time, it's like you say, it's just know yourself a little better. And then building yeah. you upon your point where uh, before this, you felt you were living for someone else. And then now you're living for yourself. Yeah. I guess for me, it's also to discover what I like and what I don't. Yeah. And oftentimes yeah. for the past, maybe I can say for the past 10 to 20 years, a lot of things are drive driven from what I don't like. So in my career, people will ask me, oh, what do you want Ooh. to do at your career? And I'll be like, I don't know. It's like, I, I would just say, I don't like to do sales. I don't like to do marketing. Yeah, so I guess knowing yourself from the point of view of um, you, what you don't like, it's also a, a, quite an integral part of my past 20, 30 years. It <laughs> goes through relationship. Oh, what kind of men do you like? Um, Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. Oh, I want this. Yeah, so I guess it's just kind of like, it can, it can be built- from like knowing what you don't like and that mm. would translate to what you like. So that goes to me being a very picky eater as well. I don't like a lot of food. So that kind of <laughs> yeah. narrows down to a very selective diet, which we probably will touch on in one episode. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: yeah. I think the process of elimination mm. is a starting yes. point. And see low-hanging fruit that you can start with, like, I don't like apples mm-hmm. it's okay maybe I'll try pears. something yeah. like that Yep. I do not like I remember I think that's also partly how I've decided a few things in my life like coming out of school mm-hmm. I did SPM mm-hmm. and I finished my final paper well sorry I got my result not my final paper I got my result and I walked up to my dad and I'm told him I will never do science <laughs> this is the last time I'm gonna do science here you go now let's move on. <laughs> and then I went into arts, and I did. I was a pre-law student, and oh wow! After my, my, a-, my a levels, yeah, I was a
1: pre-law student in, in I didn't A levels. Know
0: that. Oh wow! And then I so I, so I did economics, uh, law, and math. And after my A levels results, I walked up to my dad. This is the last time I'm <laughs> gonna do law.
1: Oh. <laughs> I, I I'm keen to know how your dad reacts to those, those of revelations.
0: He he is a man of structure and a man who appreciates reason. So if I told him when I told him that I know I am not doing law as an Asian Indian father, there's something died in him. <laughs> something died in him when I said I'm not doing science. Therefore, I'm not going to be a doctor. Something else died in him. Therefore, I'm not going to do law. I'm not going to be a lawyer. <laughs> but he appreciated that I had a plan. Mm. When he insisted that I do economics, understand mm. economics, learn the economics of the world, mm. I fell in love with it. Okay, mm. now it's out in the public. I don't really tell my dad that because I don't want to keep I don't want to tell him, you were right, sir. <laughs> but I fell in love with economics. And I told him, I'm never doing law. But I am doing economics. Economics will be my major
1: hmm.
0: from here on out. Hmm. So with the process of elimination, yep. I found something I really loved. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and- safe to say, three years down the road, I made my father proud. That little hmm. Indian Asian father in him sort of came back to life again.
1: <laughs> good to know, good to know. Yeah, and and I think it's also important to acknowledge like your know, the influence you have for your past thirty years, which I'm sure mm. your dad plays a very strong influence. Your mom. integral, also, integral part. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, same yeah. thing goes to my mom. Like my mom has been quite a strong influence in a lot of mm. life areas. Look up to her mm. as a role model on how she does things. Yeah, she'll be very happy to hear this part. So mm. hi, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so now, how do you roughly see your future is going to be like? Wow.
0: With more bullet journals, probably.
1: (laughs) More journals coming.
0: (laughs) I think knowing in in this beginning part that my go-to whenever I need to figure out something is eliminating the process, one. Finding things that I don't want to do or don't, I'm not keen towards. Inferring what I might be keen. So Mm. it's a starting point. Second is having that self-reflection. It's not self-doubt. It's it's a very big difference between self-doubt and self-reflection. Knowing and understanding what my weaknesses and my strengths are, Mm. so that I'm able to capitalize on my strengths, learn from my weakness, Mm. and infer what my next step will be
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the value. So, sorry, what my 2021 theme was about is gaining perspective. It's anchored mm. to gaining perspective. Mm. So deciding what I want to do in the future with process of elimination, self-reflection also is from perspective. Hmm talking to people not being afraid of voicing out your opinions about a topic not being afraid to say sorry ah, I don't understand this can you explain to me a bit further yeah. that is something i think will be the foundation for me to envision what my future holds i can't quite paint that picture just yet mm. but from the past 29 and a half years of experience, I believe I have the basic utensils to help me paint that picture.
1: Hmm. And I can't wait to see that picture.
0: <laughs> You're in it. You're in it. The BBB is in
1: it. It's come yeah. to this point. Yeah. How do you see it, Wensin? What do you think your future holds for you? Yeah. I guess with the help of establishing that live areas in a more defined format now where I I see Mm -hmm. as my anchor whenever I need to go back to have a look it gives me Mm -hmm. a bit more comfort because I've also defined like okay short term where do I want to get until midterm Mm -hmm. and the long term as well but also with a lot of reminders and principle on the same excel sheet as well to remind myself that this is not supposed to govern my life yeah we need to
0: monetize this excel sheet
1: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) But rather, I guess, um, it's supposed to just serve as a guide. Like a lot of things, when you put into a line, it the benefit of these things will come to a line until it became toxic. So again, this yeah. Excel sheet is not supposed to uh, constantly remind me of my goals that, okay, you have to do mm-hmm. this, you have to do that. It's not that robotic. Yeah, so with, with this life areas, I'm kind of comfortable with, okay, how my future is going to look like, even though I don't know a lot of things on how it will unfold yet. Then that leads me to my second point where it's still a lot of work needs to be done. Yeah, like mm. Actually, to really craft out a life that you want or enjoy, yes, you need to leave it to a certain thing to let it unfold, unplanned. Mm. But mm. it will still requires a lot of work from yourself to mm-hmm. develop it. Because even though pace though, right? Yeah, right. Like even if things thrown into you, you have a career opportunity. If you don't take it and you don't excel in it, it's not gonna work in your favor. So there's still Mm. a lot of work that I need to do to get Mm. to somewhere that I want to. Yeah. Then
0: Where is that somewhere? Where do you want to be? Let's say let's let's take ten years down the road. What's your vision?
1: Um in a rough general term is to figure out most of the life areas. I thought Mm. I had it all figured out, but no, there's actually so much more to figure out. And I'm not keen to just figure out just like that. Like I really want to take slowly for the next Mm. five to 10 years to slowly Mm. figure out Mm. to an optimal state, like in my introduction. Yeah. So and I felt the optimization can take as long as it wants. Yeah. But in maybe 10 years time, I'll be I want to be a bit more confident and comfortable with the optimal state. Right now, a lot of things are still being going back and forth with its optimizing process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, But yeah. 10 years down the road, it should arrive to a place that, okay, uh, the optimization is going to be just to adjust to my stages of life. But I should have like a strong foundation towards it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I think, I, but mind you, whoever just listened to Wen Sin's Confession, that she's letting it go. She's creating the structure, but leaving room for growth, leaving room for chances and things yeah. like that. This is not the Wednesday I met two years ago.
1: Yeah. She was
0: she wanted things to happen in a categoric manner mm-hmm. and she worked hard. She didn't leave anything to chance. She worked hard to try and achieve every single thing that she put out. So to where she is right now, please Send some love to Wenxin because she's grown so much yes. and understood that if you don't meet your mark, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And she's reduced beating herself over it. She's set an intention for why she creates structure and how she's doing what she's doing now. So proud beyond measure. I feel like I had an influence in that with my little gypsy um, m- m- thought process, like, hey, just let yes. it be. Let yes. it be. <laughs> Spontaneity in Natasha. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, in summary, for the two of us, the future knows no bounds. Mm-hmm. It is up to us to decide what we want to do mm-hmm. with structure, with memories, with yep. thoughts, so that when we reflect, there is something for us to feel good about.
1: Yep. Yeah. And to expand on that is just to really take time to know mm-hmm. yourself, explore yourself and eventually accept mm-hmm. yourself. It's like, even if you are not, you're probably not the most perfect person out there, come to a acceptance yeah. that, yeah, that's just not you. You're not striving for and it, perfection. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, it is perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly to be imperfect. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I guess right. the key takeaways also adulting is just really a, a lifelong journey you're not supposed to have it all figured out at this point in life of course when you're reaching the age of let's say between 60 and 80 you will ideally have already come to a point that okay you've figured it a little bit more out but everyone's mm-hmm. momentum is different everyone's pace is different so I guess just take your time there's no need yeah. to rush wise words indeed.
0: With that, thank you so much, fellow BBBs, for listening to us over the last half hour. We are really grateful for the lessons we've learned along this bumpy journey called adulthood. And we're excited to discuss more about it in the coming episodes. Take care, everyone, and bye for now.
1: Thank you fellow BBBs for tuning into this episode and for spending time with us on the Boudreaux Breaky Buddies podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did and took away new insights from our conversation.
0: We greatly appreciate your comments and feedback on our respective podcast platforms. If you have not already, follow us on our Apple Podcasts and Spotify channels for new episodes and our Instagram page for more updates. Links are in the description and bios. Now, let's explore life, one buju bricky Buddy session at a time.